You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 86 of PlayStation Unchained. Wow, it's uh, we're getting ever closer to that magic 100 mark, guys. Uh, I'm your co-host uh, for this week, Mike Harridance, and joining me again, as always, is my partner in crime, Ben Shillabia Hall. How's it going, dude? <laughs> Been better. Ah, <laughs> uh, but I'll pull through. Wow, what's wrong, man? Oh, I've had stomach upsets, been vomiting a bit, just been completely ill for the last four days now. Oh, wow, damn. <laughs> That sucks, man. Jeez, yeah. that is not nice. Yeah, yeah, I've always, if it was, I've always said, if there's anything wrong with me, I'd much rather have something like a headache or a cold and not vomiting and stuff. That's yeah. always the worst. Yeah, that, that's ended uh, now, but the the stomach is still, you know, not very dodgy. nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hope you get better soon, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's all right. Um, uh, joining myself and Ben, we have Gary, Mister Bagdatsarov. How are you doing, Gary? I'm doing very good, thank you, Mister Heredith. <laughs> that sounds awesome in a Russian accent. <laughs> Uh, it's good to have you again um, on again, Gary. Well, I know you've been on recently, but I haven't been on the podcast with you for quite some time, I believe. So it's good to team up again. <clears throat> it is good. It's really good to hear your voice. Yeah, and you... Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's what all the ladies say. Uh, <laughs> I hear you had a pretty cool um, weekend, dude. Do you want to quickly just tell us uh, what you've done? Yeah, I went to uh, the first annual Salt Lake Gaming Con here in Utah. Um, got to meet some pretty famous people. I got to meet the composer for uh, Metal Gear Solid, uh, The First Silent Hill, and uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night. Um, super nice lady. She talks really quick with a very thick accent, so sometimes it was kind of hard to understand her, but she's she's a really nice lady. Um, I, I try to pry her about details with what's going on with Kojima and Konami, but she wasn't budging on, on that. Oh yeah, I was gonna say. I bet she. I bet she was to, um, keeping her um, mouth shut on that. Yeah, she says she knows exactly what's going on. And... Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> it's like yes. I know, but I'm not telling you. Yeah, she said she did an interview with uh, what's it called with a, I guess a news publisher in Japan about it once, and they completely misquoted her. I think we All actually right. reported on it. Um, All right. Yeah, yeah it brings a bell. Yeah. Yeah, and since then she's like, I, I, I'm not going to do any of that anymore because it's <laughs> misquoted and it's terrible. Yeah, um, yeah I also got to meet uh, the voice actor who plays Adam Jensen. Um, I can pronounce his name. Um, I'm sure our other guest here can. <laughs> <laughs> That's Neil, uh, by Elias, the way, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elias Tufexis, I believe, is the correct one. Yes. Hello. I'm here. Hello. <laughs> cool. Oh, Gary, um, I am, as I say, in... Um, English Essex slang. I'm well, gel. Um, I won't ever say that again. <laughs> if I could, if I could virtually throw a brick through my microphone right now. See, this is why we're not like, we've not allowed Mike on the podcast for a few weeks now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't go. Don't worry, guys. We, we'll, we'll let him have a break for another few weeks again for that. Yeah, I'll go away after this. <laughs> uh, yes, Gary, that's seriously, that's really cool, man. I'm glad you had a good time. And as you just heard, Neil is joining us as well, as always. How's it going, Neil? Oh, fine, fine, fine. Can't complain. Not much of an eventful week, but yeah. I know the feeling. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. I always think in the week, oh, I can talk about this, talk about that. And I get it. 
and I just go blank every time. <laughs> Start the intro. Wow. Yeah, well, let's like... talk. Oh, sorry, carry on. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, let's talk. All about right. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about this then. Let's kick off with some news, guys. Um, it's we're recording this actually. Uh, Gamescom has just finished, um, so we'll be. Um, but to be honest, Sony wasn't there in great force. So, as much as I'd like to say, well, we got a load of great announcements. There wasn't really that much there this week. So, um, but there's been a cool, few cool stories. We'll just kick off with this one from Monday. Um, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake collection, is getting a special edition in Europe. Um, I presume this is coming to America at some point, but so far it's just been announced for Europe. Uh, you get a copy of the game, obviously, which includes Uncharted 1 to 3, remastered in lovely HD uh, for PS4. It also includes a still book, and the range of physical goodies included stickers and a 48-page Uncharted art book. Uh, the game itself is due out in early October, and I imagine those of you who haven't played Uncharted will be picking this up, and those of you who have will probably want to pick it up anyway, just because, well, it's Uncharted. I fall into the latter camp. Um, I haven't actually played Uncharted for a while, so I'm looking forward to this. In fact, my copy of Uncharted 3 is still let out to my mate, which has been about two years now. I believe he said he was going to give it back to me in... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, roughly about 18 months ago, but it still hasn't turned up. So there we go. That's a lesson learned. Um, but yeah, uh, guys, what do we think of this Uncharted Special Edition? Uh, let's start with Gary. It is awesome. I'm super excited for it. I- I'm glad that they're... It's weird that they're doing like a limited collector's edition for a remaster yeah. game. But it's nice. I mean, the Uncharted... Like, if, for those who have seen our Uncharted art books that Naughty Dog has released, they have some really great images in there so i'm 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 happy about this you know they're really pushing it since they had to delay uncharted 4 so Mm -hmm. why not you know you get the first three games three amazing games people can get into those especially those who've missed out on it so yep i agree dude yeah it does look pretty good um in terms of uh, actually uh collected before i move on to the other guys in terms of collector's editions um Uncharted's got some pretty cool ones. I think um, the one that strikes me the most, um, I believe it was different for various regions, but uh, there was a, this awesome one for Uncharted 3 where you actually got a Nathan Drake belt buckle, a ring, and an actu- uh, a figurine of Nathan Drake as well. And it all came in, in this massive kind of treasure collector's chest. Um, I think it's going on Amazon right now in the UK. Or I think it, it's, for like, it's for like 200 quid or something because obviously it's really rare. But I was so tempted to get that. Really, really awesome looking thing. The um, best one, I, I in my have... opinion, sorry, is the Uncharted 2 Fortune Edition. Is that the one with a replica um, dagger? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, okay, yeah, fair yeah. enough. That's, uh, that trumps that one. Yeah, that, that was that was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> uh, so, Ben, what did you make of, what did you make of the um, Uncharted Collection Special Edition? I kind of want it, but it's, not, it's a bit too expensive, in my opinion, for what you get. How much is it? I didn't mention it. Uh, £65. Pounds. Holy sugar. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, for what you get, it's, it's kind of expensive because yeah. it's Yeah, it, I agree. It's not I a full, agree. If it was a full-size art book and it's one yeah. sticker by the way. One whole sticker. Oh, one sticker. Wow. Maybe if they threw, if they threw in a, a figurine yeah. then definitely yes, but yeah, I agree with you on that then. Yeah. yeah. Uh, with it coming out around the same time as the Destiny Collector edition and Metal Gear Solid Collector edition, it's kind of like oh. Yeah, it's kind of a bit too expensive mm. really. Um, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, and as again, as it's only a forty-eight. As much as I like the art book, it's only forty-eight pages. It's not like yeah. it's a full-sized one. So yeah. Yeah. No, so, I no. agree with you on that. Yeah, uh, maybe for guys who haven't bought them before or something, but yeah. or just um, have some extra money. 
Extra money, yeah, exactly. And last but not least, Neil, what do you think, Mr. Bolt? Yeah, I'm still quite intrigued at playing it again, mainly, as I said before, for playing that revised version of the first game. It's still considered the weakest game in the series by far. So, yeah, there's that to it, and nice to revisit these games after a while. So I well, played. it's not really... It's not really Uncharted 1's fault. I mean, Uncharted 2 came out. No, that's yeah, I mean. <laughs> yeah, it had a lot. Um, when you've got Uncharted 2, I think number one was always going to suffer because it was very, number two really did, it wasn't just a by the numbers sequel, it really did up the ante. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the problems I said, the uh, recent, well, just one of the problems, the recent prototype double pack had, that they didn't add all the good things from prototype 2 into the original prototype. Uh, basically just rushed out of port but it, it could have mm. benefited the game so much and it's it's good to see a company actually bothering to do more than just you know rub a rag on it and make it shiny and ship it out for the same price all over again yeah very good well um i'll be looking forward to playing those games again for sure i don't know who's reviewing it but um yeah, definitely going to buy it. Uh, moving on now, uh, Metal Gear Online uh, has actually been delayed. Uh, we titled it um, Server Switch on Date, which is true, but uh, it technically it's actually been delayed because it's not going to be uh, out alongside Metal Gear Solid 5 on September 1st. Instead, it's going to be delayed by just over a month. Uh, the servers are going online now on October the 6th. Um, so as I said, that was originally scheduled to go alongside the Metal Gear Solid 5 game and on September the 1st, so I have to wait a little bit longer now. Um, I'm not too bothered about this. I'm not a massive online gamer. I never played Metal Gear, on- Metal Gear Online before. Um, but, you know, it's. Um, I expect, considering The Phantom Pain is um, a huge game by all accounts, I reckon people will see this as a good thing because they're probably, if they're anything, anyone like me, they'll be too busy getting through a massive sandbox game to worry about the online. So they have a good just good month, five weeks to play the Phantom Pain and then they have Metal Gear Online. So actually, I think that could work in its favour, in my opinion. Yeah, it's very similar to Grand Theft Auto V where they delayed for a month because they said they wanted oh, yeah. the main game and experience it first. It's... Oh, of course, sorry. I thought that was day and date with the actual game. I'm, no, oh, no, no. GTA no. Online was about a month and a half, wasn't it? At least. About, you know, it was just over a month, I think. And yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, people yeah. still got angry, of course, because it didn't work when it came out. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. But yeah, it's a good idea when you've got a huge chunk of single player to just you know, give the multiplayer a bit of time to breathe and it gets people back into the game again, maybe as they're just sort of you know, finishing gorging on the main story. Oh, and, yeah. Let, yeah. Let me just say, you will be playing that game for a long time. I will say no more. <laughs> Uh, just after this week with the videos, it, was just, yeah. oh, it just shows how um, much is going to be there. And plus, you'll still have some online at launch, from what I can tell, because if I'm rightly, Metal mm. Gear Online will not be working, but the FOB system will be still working at launch. Forward operating base, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, which is online as well. It's just not Metal yeah. Gear Online. That'll still be there at launch. Yeah, but it's also worth pointing out, actually, um, you you need. Uh, PlayStation uh, Plus and Xbox Live to use that. That was a yeah. story that just popped up over the weekend. Not that it affects us. I mean, I'm pretty no. sure all of us have got Plus here, but there we go. <laughs> Worth saying. Well, you need, uh, it makes sense, though, because you need Plus for online anyway, so... Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah. I, 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 I guess they you... have to say it just because of legal reasons, but just, uh, it's always mm, annoying. Yeah, and 
Yeah, and the <laughs> PS3 version for game as well, obviously. I mean, you can game online for free, but you need to get Plus to use that. So, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, but there we go. Oh, I imagine most people are getting it on current gen. Um, cool. Uh, Gary, last but not least, how about you? Metal Gear Online, are you likely to play this? Uh, I am likely to play it. I actually enjoyed playing uh, Metal Gear Online on with uh, Guns of the Patriots. I thought it was a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoyed it in Metal Gear Solid 3 Subsistence when they added it to that edition. Um, my only concern is one that you guys already brought up, um, and that's it's kind of like GTA 5 did it, where it's coming out later. Yeah. But the big problem is, is it going to work when it comes out? Like, in GTA mm-hmm. 5, it didn't work, like, for two months after it came out. And it killed a lot of the interest for me from playing online after that. So I'm hoping that it, it's at least functioning enough when it comes out that I'll be able to enjoy it with my friends. Just make sure you have your Konami IDs ready. <laughs> oh, man, don't remind me of that. Uh, yes. The only annoying thing about the delay is the fact that I can just now look at some of my DLC from my collector's edition when I get it. I can just look at it because it's, <laughs> there's Metal Gear Online only. But, you know, I'm actually more intrigued by the online mode of where you can invade another person's um, the, the home fog. base. Yeah. Yeah, and, and try to, uh, whatever, capture, like, you steal stuff from him, you capture his units capture his crates, his guns, and all that stuff as they try to hunt you down. That sounds more fun to me than the typical deathmatch, capture the flag type of multiplayer they're planning on releasing. It just sounds so annoying to me. It's going to be so frustrating for me because I have 590 friends. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go off to do a mission. Oh, look, you've been invaded. Go, go, Go back. Get ben back to the base. It's times like it's times like this where I'm glad, but I'm a sad, lonely bastard. We'll get back like to the base. <laughs> get back to the base. Finish him off. Go off to start the mission again. Oh, you've been invaded! Oh, God damn it! Yeah. <laughs> oh, back and, to uh, the base. Yeah, There's a queue. You can you have take to wait in a queue to invade Ben. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Cool. Well, um, I'm very much looking forward to the Phantom Pain. I will say that. Uh, moving on now. Uh, this <laughs> I, I'm laughing at this because I actually this is the first time in a while I've actually got annoyed and ended up shouting out loud at the computer. Oh my god, that is so wrong. I'm actually really annoyed at this. Um, the oh, so you did install question... Windows 10 recently? No, it's nothing to do with that. Um, <laughs> it's um, this is Nolan North replacing Peter Dinklage as Destiny's Ghost. Um, this was during an interview with Game Informer. Uh, Bungie has confirmed that not only will North be uh, providing the voice of Ghost in the upcoming uh, The Taken King expansion, but they're going back and re-recording everything that Peter Dinklage did, effectively replacing him completely. So Nolan North is now going to be the Ghost. Um, I got really annoyed. Not annoyed, but I actually I was really disappointed in this because despite what everyone says, I actually liked Peter Dinklage as the ghost. I thought, I think he's a good actor and I know that he, I know that people say that he gave a very kind of like dull kind of lifeless performance, but he's meant to be like an AI robot type thing or whatever it is. So I just thought, I thought his voice suited it perfectly and it was better than it was in the alpha, although that's not, maybe not saying much, but I don't see the need to go back and recreate everything that Peter Dinklage did. I think it's really disrespectful. I don't understand why they're doing that, to be honest. And, you know, I like Nolan North. I'm not a Nolan North hater, but the guy is in everything. I mean, 
you know, I liked Peter Dinklage. He put his stamp on that. You know, it's like it was his. You know, it, he was Ghost, and it's just I don't know. It just really rubbed me up the wrong way. I have no idea why they're doing that. There's got to be. A, I'm guessing he didn't want anything to do with it anymore. Maybe so, but I don't know. I just don't think it's ne- necessary to go back and re-record. If they want a new Ghost for the expansion, fine. That's cool. Make say that oh, your old Ghost died or he got an upgrade, whatever. Some some cock and ball story they can make that up but why go back and record re-record everything man i actually you know i actually enjoyed that you know so people who have got the um uh ghost collect the collector's edition like ben hold on to your ghosts because that'd be the only <laughs> only thing to remind you of peter dinklage's ghost okay i'm done rambling now um actually i think i'll move on to ben first of all about this i've, I've been totally trying to make my, make my ghost talk the entire time i wonder what that noise was <laughs> <laughs> I thought Dinklage should respond to this article. There we go. I think I think Dinklage oh, okay. responded. Cheers. There you go. So yeah, I I kind of agree. It's just going to end up as, um, you know, Ghost Drake, the space explorer. Yeah, pretty much. Because that's what Noel North goes to as his standard voice. No, he'll be the space core from Portal too. <laughs> That's oh, see, that would be amazing. <laughs> see if that is true, that would be the that would I would I wouldn't mind losing Dinklage because I still got this. <laughs> yeah, I instead still... of any exposition at all, he'll just keep going space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, like fallen, fallen, space. Want to go space, 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 space? space. <laughs> Travel through space. Uh... <laughs> Does that portal go through space? <laughs> Yeah, um, you, you've got the um, you've got the your own Dinklebot there, so that's pretty yeah. awesome, Ben. That yeah. that is really cool. Yeah, um, I thought he wanted to respond to the, the, the claims no, of him I disappearing. Heard him. I heard him. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give him a pat from me. Uh, <laughs> uh, Neil, you, you probably don't have much to add to this. Um, well, I can see some logic behind it because there are a lot of games in the past that have used celebrity voices and likenesses that can't be remade later or moved on to different platforms because of licensing issues and having to pay out extra money to get that voice back. So getting someone like Nolan North, who is a regular voice actor, who will cost a lot less in the long term, is probably a wise move, especially for a game that they're saying is going to last for a long time. So, yeah, it makes sense to me in that respect. It's a shame that it had to do it, but, yeah, it totally... Seems like a business move. Yeah, definitely. Why wouldn't Peter Dinklage come back, though? I don't understand. Well, I think it's his fee. I think after a certain oh. amount of time, his contract would need to be renewed for his voice to be used again. Oh, right, yeah. So it obviously was a contracted term he had for a certain amount of money, which yeah. is probably a way of them getting him cheaper for the short term. And, yeah, it's like gauge how successful the game is and see if they've got longevity in it. Yeah, it makes you wonder why they didn't go with no... Well, it's it's just to get the whole package to make people see this grand epic thing with celebrity voiceovers. I'd be at all surprised if other voices end up following a similar suit because I think Terence Stamp is in there as well. He might might stay on, but again, they could replace him as time goes on. To be honest, I think the ghost is the only one you probably notice if they replace because there's not really any yeah. other memorable characters in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. So, um, cool, man. Uh, la- uh, not Neil. Uh, Gary, last but not least, how about you? 
Um, I agree with you when you said that it's very disrespectful to go in and completely replace him in the game. Um, it's like you just wasted money on getting Peter Dinklage for no yeah. reason, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then, uh, secondly, if you're not happy with the way he's performing the voice, that's not necessarily all on him. You should go to your voice director who's sitting there in the booth with him telling him how he should do the voice and if he should redo it. And the script writer as well. Yeah, you know, it's not all on him, you know. Go yeah, tell yeah. those guys too, you know. But it's just... There, there is no reason to go in and redo the entire voiceover of that character, you know. I, again, he's not... At least from what I remember, it, there isn't very much of him in the game in the first place um, when it comes yeah, to the story. Yeah. So it's probably not going to... It's not a very big thing for them to have to go and redo everything, but... Yeah, it's just it, it is. It's very disrespectful, and for him as an actor, I would personally be pissed off about it. Yeah. It's like an, yeah, it's like another one of his. You know, a credit is not. You know, it's not like he can't add that to his like um, resume now. For example, you know, it's like oh, I'm, he's no longer in Destiny. It's just been erased from history. You know, I can't imagine. <laughs> Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm not a voice actor. I don't. I, admittedly, I don't have an understand a really deep understanding of how these things work. But if I was an actor and that happened, then I would be a little bit. I, I'd probably be a little bit bummed out that they kind of like erased me from Destiny history. But yeah, um, yeah, I agree with you, Gary, on that. Are you going to remove me from the credit list too? You know, I did contribute. To the game. Can't just yeah. remove me from the credits. They should get rid of hey, that can't... Paul McCartney song. That's the thing they should yeah. get <laughs> scrubbed from existence. Yeah, you know, it's one of those things like WWE tries to do this all the time with wrestlers who've done bad. They try to erase them as if they never existed. Like Chris Benoit. Yeah. It's yeah. what he did. They're completely trying to erase him from wrestling history and you can't you can't do that. It's not possible, you know. Are they gonna do that with Hulk Hogan next? Exactly, you know. Well they've got rid of it from the DLC from the WWE network and it's like you're pretty much getting rid of like WrestleMania one through like four that he was yeah. in, you know. It's it's it, terrible. Yeah, that case is definitely a short term move. Unless they, they censor him out from the time. videos and just have some sort of just. Well, are you gonna re- <laughs> you're gonna remove all the WCW content you have because he's in all of it. Just digitally edit him <laughs> out and put a box there instead. It's so, like when he's having a conversation in the ring with somebody, just the other guy talking to himself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Edge becomes singular tag team champions. <laughs> it's, it's, sorry, getting back on point. Yeah, it's very disrespectful in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I understand if you ever want to work with him, if you had problems behind the studio, but you can't just completely erase him from having done something in that game. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, Neil was right on the business thing. I mean, the workings of it, no doubt that's why and that's how things yeah. work. But yeah, I do agree from a human point of view with you, Gary. I'm definitely definitely behind you 100% there. Um, figuratively speaking, not literally. Um, <laughs> While we're talking about voice acting, do you mind if I bring some up quickly? Yeah, go uh, for it. Yeah. A lot of people don't know this, but when Final Fantasy XIV expansion pack came out, they redid all the voice actors. Well, all of them completely? All the voice actors were replaced in the expansion pack for the original characters. Oh, wow. Um, but a lot of people don't seem to understand this and know the fact that the original cast actually came in and did the voice acting for the new expansion pack, not knowing that the content wasn't going to be used. So, yeah, I would love to find out what that's like. <laughs> they came in, did their work, and then it never got used. 
because they've oh, got new wow. voice actors. <laughs> oh, that sucks to be them. Wow. Um, well, speaking of actually speaking of Final Fantasy, uh, not quite uh, the same game, but uh, the Final Fantasy Seven Re- uh, Seven Remake won't be developed on Square Enix uh, Luminous uh, Game Engine. Uh, this is uh, according to an interview with uh, game director Hajime Tabata with uh, um, Nova Christelis. Uh, that's um, that Final Fantasy fan website. Pretty good one, actually. They pick up a lot of this stuff. Uh, this was at Gamescom. Um, he confirmed that the um, tech won't be used to um, power Final Fantasy VII Remake, which may come as a surprise considering it's, uh, it's an impressive in-house piece of um, tech that was used to... Um, Agni's philosophy uh, that you may recall from a few years ago. Uh, to date, the only game to utilize, uh, to utilize the tech has been Final Fantasy XV. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3 was originally powered by the engine, but later switched over to the Unreal Engine 4. And uh, Final Fantasy XIV uh, uses something different. I'm not, I, I should have actually wrote this down. I, I saw it after I posted it. It's not, it's not powered by Luminous. It's something else, but um, definitely not Luminous. But um, yeah, um, <clears throat> this, I was a little bit surprised with this. And it's... Um, as far as I, from what I understand, um, this was going to power Square's like next gen, then next gen, obviously now current gen projects going forward, and it seems odd to me that they would again skirt around that for Final Fantasy VII remake. I mean, it's uh, they. It seems odd that to date, as I mentioned, the only one to use it is Final Fantasy XV, or that is a very um, uh, high profile game nonetheless. But yeah, I'm surprised there haven't been a few more games to use this, and I would have thought Final Fantasy VII would have been a quite a, um, an ideal candidate for it but apparently not so there we go but um i don't there's nothing no other reason given they just uh he tabata um he said i quote final fantasy some remake it's not planned to be made with that luminous uh in brackets so there we go um yeah uh what do you guys think about this uh not really need to go into this in much detail um uh, neil yeah <laughs> 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 what to say about it really so. hmm. Cool. Okay, that's one eh from Neil. Um, Gary, do you raise Neil's eh with something else? <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll raise it to something else. Yeah, um, I actually think this is a great move uh, on Squaresoft oh, okay. because um, it, it's going to allow them to make the game a lot faster, in my opinion. Um, the Unreal Engine is very user friendly. Um, obviously, they're probably going to have to script some things themselves in there, but I think it'll, it'll allow them to get the game done a lot faster than ten years working on the one oh. game with their in-house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we can hope. Cool, man. Uh, and last but not least, Ben, how about you? Well, it's good because it means that the game will come out before I die, you know, in 20, whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. My children won't be like, oh my God, the remake of Final Fantasy VII is out. <laughs> oh, um, so, yeah, I'm happy about that. Though uh, it also means that their company that's helping them make it will find it easier because Unreal Engine is pretty standard because it's not just Square Enix that's making the remake it's also CyberConnect uh, the team that makes the Naruto games I was going to say they I had no idea that's amazing oh yeah I didn't know that. <laughs> yeah they're helping out what's that is that a good thing CyberConnect oh, I mean, yeah they, they make all those Ultimate Ninja Storm games they're pretty they're good at fighting games I don't know what they're really good at like RPGs but oh, oh cool they're very good at RPGs they did yeah. Dark Hex series oh well well, there were actually talks on Twitter about them remaking those, by the way. They asked people on Twitter if they uh, wanted it. Nice. Seems to be a lot of that lately, asking on social media about remakes. <coughs> Resident Evil 2. <coughs> <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
um okay we're moving on to the next one uh this might make you groan because it's another frame rate story but uh metal gear solid 5 the phantom pain on ps4 runs at 1080p 60 frames per second uh this again beats the xbox one version which is not clocked in at 900p uh 60 frames per second however it is notable that the phantom pain runs uh better on xbox one than ground zeroes did uh which only managed 720 at 60 frames per second um, obviously, as you may expect, the PS3 and 360 versions run at 720, 30 frames per second. Um, I, you know, it's this point I could really, really flesh this out a little bit, but I unfortunately can't say anything which really sucks. Um, yeah, I'm pleased to see that it runs smoothly. I'm sure it does run smoothly. The game, from what I've seen of the game on videos and stuff, uh, it does look really, really, it does look smooth. The graphics look quite impressive, I have to say. Um, Certainly a step up from Ground Zeroes, particularly the uh, Afghanistan setting. That looks, um, you know, the uh, the draw distance and everything looks great. So I'm sure, we'll, um, yeah, I mean, I'm, you know, 900 1080p, you, you, you'd have to have a massive TV to swap the difference. And even so, even if you, even if I had that, I probably wouldn't notice it because I'm just not into this thing at all. It's just, it's inconsequential as far as I'm concerned. It's the frame rate's the biggest thing that you've noticed and they're both at 60 frames per second. So both... Xbox and PlayStation gamers get an equal performance in that term, which is, I, I think is the most important thing. Um, that's all I've got to say on the subject. Uh, Gary, how do you feel about this? Um, I don't really care one way or another. Yeah, same. <laughs> it, it, it's so hard to tell the difference between yeah. the two. I mean, 720, 1080, it, you literally have to have like a 60-inch TV to notice the difference on that. Yeah, yep. And... and <laughs> It's the smallest detail. I mean, if you even go look at like the the screenshot comparison that they released, uh, that even Konami released themselves, like it's almost impossible to see the difference in them. You know, and yeah, even the PS3 and 360 version it looks freaking amazing. I was blown away at what they were able to achieve with the last gen versions of that game. But yeah, I agree, man. Yeah, it's it's no difference to me. You know, you're still gonna play it. You probably won't even notice the frame rate difference either. So, yeah, yeah, uh, I, I'm I'm totally with you there. I expect the rest of them are. Uh, how about um you, Ben? Uh, yay! Well done. <laughs> Good works. <laughs> um, but uh, I guess we have more peas. But you know, yeah, the P the PC always has more peas because they they got it at 4K, but. <laughs> yeah, they've got like four times the amount of peas as us. So, yeah, uh, <laughs> lots of peas <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, last... I, yeah. Sorry, carry on, dude. It looks good. I can't wait for it. It's gonna be a good game. That's that's what matters. I'm straight, man. Uh, Neil, how about you? Same kind of thing, I guess. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's admirable that they can get it to run like that. Being a cross-gen game, still, it's uh, quite remarkable when there are games that. Only on current gen consoles that can't even manage that. So, yeah, it's a testament to the work they put in. I'd say that they can get it running effectively at that level. So, yeah, it's nice to know that we're going to get a, a smooth running game. Hopefully, <laughs> exacto mundo, dude. Uh, <laughs> don't know where that came from. Um, <laughs> the nineties, li- yeah, yeah, the nineties. I was back there, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Far out, dude. Because <laughs> what you see is what you get. <laughs> and you ain't seen nothing yet. 
Sega does what Nintendo. <clears throat> oh. <laughs> oh god. Um, last but not least, um, I didn't actually know about this until I just in the uh, in our um. Uh, CMS. So um, this and this actually applies to something. Uh, Sony has today confirmed that it's set to increase the amount the amount of money it costs to subscribe to its PlayStation Plus service in Europe, following reports that users were receiving emails from the company notifying them of a change. Uh, this is written by Adam Byrne. Uh, citing shifts in the market as the cause for the price hike, Sony will increase the monthly and quarterly fees for the service, whilst annual price while the annual pricing of forty nine ninety nine euros will thankfully will remain the same. Uh, beginning on September 1st, three month subscription, which previously cost 14.99, will now set you back 19.99 euros. Uh, this, Adam goes on to say it's unclear as to whether or not the surge in pricing will hit North America too, but we hazard a guess and say that it'll happen sooner rather than later. Wow, this is actually um, yeah, I didn't know about this at all. Um, I wasn't really looking at news today. Uh, that's Sunday the night, in case you guys wonder, we're recording. Um, I obviously I subscribe to PlayStation Plus. Um, I presume the uh, the price hike um, will affect the UK as well because it just mentions Europe here, obviously with the euros and stuff. But um, I presume, you know, it's part of Europe, obviously. So I presume that it's going to affect that. No, I'm not we sure. We haven't had top... a price change, so it's only euros. 1st... It's September first. It's happening though, so it won't be yet. Yeah, but so far they've announced euros. So won't it cover the UK as well? Though, surely? No, because we're not Europe. Like... We don't. We don't. We don't get charged the same as Europe anyway because we use a different currency. Yeah, but usually when it's in Europe, the uh, UK, it's the same kind of thing, isn't it? Like where they say, oh, not, it's coming out in Europe, it's doing this in Europe, it's Not when it comes to like currency, because their currency is worth a different amount than ours. If their currency's gone down in price, in, you know, worth, and ours has stayed the same, of course their fees are going to go up, because it's, their money's worth less than ours. Oh, right, well, that's, um, <laughs> I clearly know nothing about currency until I just assume what's in the UK... What's oh. in the UK goes to Europe, and what's in Europe goes to the oh, UK. Oh, their prices are different than ours, so... <laughs> oh, right. Like, wow, games can be, like, anything. 70 euros. Oh, wow. Because euros are not worth as much as pounds. How much would that be in in pounds, though, just out of interest? nineteen ninety nine euros. I'll have to check. Because um, that's interesting. Cause that's I pay... 15, 16 pounds, wouldn't it? I think. Yeah. I yeah. Know, they were... Yeah, roughly around. That's what we pay anyway, Just, roughly anyway. So, all yeah. oh, so right, okay. So about a pound or two if we get it. Yeah, all oh, right. Oh wow, okay. Well, fair enough. Yeah. That doesn't affect us. Then that makes me happy. Uh, how <laughs> much was it again? Nineteen euros. Yeah, nineteen ninety nine. It's going to change to yeah. Right up that is fourteen pound fifteen. Oh, so well, there we go. Yeah, couple of quid. Couple of quid. Yeah, fair enough. I don't um, know. I think, I think nine... our, our our three months is about what fifty quid. Uh, yeah, yeah. I pay monthly, and that's four ninety nine. I think. I don't know why I do that. I need to switch to the yearly one. I don't know. Oh yeah, four ninety nine. Yeah, so our monthly is ten twelve pound. Yeah. Ten. I think it's something like that. I'll have to check. Yeah. yeah. Well, those of you who live in Europe, uh, you have to fork out an extra. Um, Five euros by the sound of it from September first. If you pay, uh, free if you pay on on a free month base, that is. Um, but the uh, yearly one is going to stay the same. So there we go. Um, cool. Um, well, I guess, <laughs> um, Gary, this probably doesn't this doesn't affect you in any way whatsoever. Um, do you have anything to say on it, though? I don't know what this pound, quid, and euro crap is. <laughs> <laughs> Over here, we still do in shells. <laughs> Three different currency. Come on. No, but um, 
Uh, honestly, I think it's kind of bullcrap to do that, uh, to increase the price without um, making your service better, in my opinion. Um, yeah. Like, I, I still like PSN. I love the PlayStation Plus uh, instant game collection stuff, but if your service is constantly having issues, stability issues, crashing, all that stuff, make it better before you charge people more money for it. Yeah, I agree with you there, definitely. Unfortunately, it never seems to work that way, does it? <laughs> no, it's like, give us more money, and then we'll make it better. It's like, no, make it better, and I'll pay for it. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Neil, do you have anything else to add at all? Uh, no, I mean, to be honest, I don't ever see the point of paying monthly or free monthly. I'm, I'm set up till what, June next year still. And it's like, yeah, I have I no always... idea why I did that. I really don't know why I haven't changed it seriously. It's stupid. It's like every month it's like, oh, another bloody fiber has gone out. It's like, oh, just sort it out, Mike. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you do it yearly, you'll always find decent deals to get credit to get cheaper memberships anyway. So yeah. you look online, you can shave a good five quid off anyway. So yeah, the differences are gone straight away. What's, what's yeah, the I, amount in the U, in the UK? Is it thirty nine ninety nine? If it's forty nine ninety nine yeah. euros, yes, right. it is thirty nine ninety nine. Yeah, I've only that's good. I've literally paid that twice. No, I've paid the most I've paid is the forty pound one the first time I did it. Yeah, and then I've either had discounted rates or got it bundled with something. So I've got twelve months bundled when I got my PS four. Yeah, and I won. I won a twelve month subscription last year as well. So, yeah, <laughs> I'm nice and uh, <laughs> I, I'm good till next summer at the minute. Excellent. Okay, well that wraps up some news. Uh, ben, um, did you have any news at all to read about? You wanted to read out. Usually, uh, you um, sort of pick something that I might have missed, or that's. I just want to say that I'm a bit annoyed that the new Naruto game has been de- officially delayed until February next year. Um, oh, it was supposed damn. to be out in October, but. It's been pushed back till next year. Well, that sucks. Probably because they're working on the Final Fantasy VII remake. Who knows? Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe. 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 <laughs> but anyway, there, yeah, it's pushed back. There is one piece of news. Well, rumor, I could say, of yeah. the Knights of the Old Republic might be getting remade for PS4 and Xbox One. That would be cool. Oh, yes. That, that would be sweet. <laughs> Yeah, because they they just did release that huge patch for Knights of the Old Republic 2 on PC. And that fixes a lot of stuff, makes it playable for newer monitors, stuff like that, screen resolution. So there might be a remake of the first game coming out. Oh, wicked. Yeah. Excellent. Um, cool. Well, thanks for that, guys. I'm sorry it was slightly shorter this week, but as I said, it wasn't. Um, there wasn't much going on with Gamescom anyway. Um uh, Neil, I believe uh, this is where we segue to you, old chap. Well, we'll segue to Ben because Ben does the introductions. He's a uh... oh, okay, Ben, then to Neil. He's our compare. <laughs> yeah, he's our yeah, he's our guy. Oh man, it's been a week already. Man, I know how stressful this week's been for everyone. I'm sure you all just want to sit back, relax, have a cup of tea, and listen as we banter with Bolt. Oh, seriously, dude. That music is terrible. This, um, I, I'm not even going to talk about it anymore, Kevin. Forget that. Uh, right, let's get on with it. 
Yes. We uh, got a bit more popular with the old topic this week, which was favorite gaming quotes. Now we took to the forums for this one. Well, Kevin did on our behalf. He had to pay some sort of penance for his terrible choices in uh, music. <laughs> uh, he started us off with a few Bioshock Infinite based quotes, uh, such as bring us the girl, wipe away the debt, and such ones like that. Um, Mr. Bubbles, the quote from the Little Sisters in uh, Bioshock. Uh, I'm sure Mike would appreciate the older Requiese in Pache from Assassin's Creed. Which, uh, oh, yeah. It's a good one. Uh, Duffman, the, the beloved Duffman. He says any line from The Last of Us always makes him feel emotional. But this one in particular, everyone I cared for has either died or left me. Everyone fucking except for you. So don't tell me I would be safer with somebody else because the truth is I would just be more scared. I Sorry I don't deliver these with quite the same gravis ass as <laughs> they are actually made. But um, yeah, uh, Major Major, who's recently come back to the forums a bit, uh, he's picked Fallout, so... Uh, Iconic war one, war never changes. And <laughs> Naxi then replies straight after that with Metal Gear Solid 4's war has changed. <laughs> uh, CBK. <laughs> you guarantee anyone who says one or the other, the other one gets brought up. Uh, BBK uh, chose Joe from Mafia 2's Here's Your Effing Membership. <laughs> Uh, let's see, yes, scrolling through. Uh, Kevin also picked uh, Call of Duty 4's 50,000 people used to live here, now it's a ghost town, which is from the beginning of modern warfare. Uh, Warmaster picked some Albert Wesker quotes from Resi 5, <laughs> <laughs> including seven minutes. Seven minutes is all I can spare to play with you. Uh, let me clarify something for you, Chris. I don't think of myself as a king. No, I'm a god. And even kings bow to gods. Let's see. Lethal said pretty much every one-liner in Eat Led The Return of Matt Hazard, which, yes, was a very funny game, despite being a very bad game to play. Um, Ghost chose Revolver Ocelot's... Uh, innuendo-laden line of I love to reload during a battle. There's nothing like the feeling of slamming a long silver bullet into a well-greased chamber. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anything Ocelot says, in my opinion, is brilliant. But uh, Who else? Survival Horror picked Enter the Survival Horror from Resident Evil. And, oh, Silent, Hill, and Silent Hills, the fear of blood tends to create fear for the flesh. Yeah. yeah, I think we've got one or two more. Uh, K20 picked a line which he posted as a quiz, basically, of I choose the banjo, which the reply is I accept, and the reply is it back is you do, which is from Monkey Island, if I'm quite right. It's pretty much every line that comes out of Grayson Hunt's mouth in Bulletstorm. And yeah, because it's awesome. So, guys. What do you reckon? Favourite quotes? Anyone got anything that sticks in their mind? Oh, uh, we'll be here, we'll be here forever. <laughs> we would, yeah. Yeah, we'd be here forever. Uh, all, you could make a whole book out of Barry Burton quotes. Um, in Resident yeah. Evil. Um, all right, I'll just pick, I'll go through. I'll, I'll go through um, a couple now. Okay, yeah, Whoa, give us, give us five. Yeah. Okay, five. Okay, first. Okay, 
Abbott Wesker in Resident Evil 1, the original. Stop it. Don't open that door. <laughs> Resident, Barry Burton, Resident Evil 1. Whoa, this hall is dangerous. Uh, <laughs> um, I should have got you doing the lines. That would have been yeah, much better. <laughs> uh, Resident Evil Code Veronica, Albert Wesker. Sure, I'm not human anymore, but just look at the power I've gained. Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. just sounds oh, like yeah, an advert um, for Power Gate. Look at my yeah. protein! <laughs> um, Ryu, a Ryu from Shenmue. I see. Um, <laughs> and let's have, um, oh, let's, um, let's have a um, fifth one. Oh, we've got to do it from somewhere like, um, oh, yeah, okay. Dante from Devil May Cry. Let's rock, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really? Dante's I could do loads more. I could probably name 20. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll go to Gary then. We'll let Gary have a go. Uh, I'm surprised nobody's mentioned probably the most famous video game quote ever. Um, it wasn't originally made in the video game, but the game made it more famous. Um, from Duke Nukem, I'm here to <laughs> kick ass and chew bubblegum and yeah. fall out of bubblegum. <laughs> uh, that's the one I was going to go with, Gary. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's probably the most famous video game quote. It was made originally by the late Rowdy Roddy Piper in the movie They Live. Which is um, awesome. Which is an awesome movie, but yeah, um, a lot more. Uh, I love the Mario one where it's like, "Thank you for rescuing us, but our princess is in another castle." And then you're like, <laughs> <"What> bitch. <laughs> um, yeah. What else is there? There is a lot. Um, the original Metal Gear Solid had a lot of great quotes. Yes. Yeah. Um, the one with Great Fox when he's like, uh, "What does he say?" He's like, "A cornered fox is more dangerous than a jackal." Yeah. Um. What was the war one? Uh, I'm trying to remember what he says. Oh, not war. Uh, there is no happiness to be found in death. No peace either. Uh, from the original Metal Gear Solid. Um, yeah, a lot of all those. Um, obviously, uh, <laughs> your bases belong to us. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, StarCraft had you know one of the most memorable ones. Nuclear launch detected. It just keeps going and going on. <laughs> um, you know, you, you missed out uh, on the... You were almost a Jill sandwich. <laughs> I, did, yeah. I didn't think that one because it's too obvious, I think. I wanted to go for the, <laughs> the whole one just because it's even worse somehow. <laughs> uh, I, oh, there's so many. Um, Portal 2 as well. Cave Johnson's quotes over the PA. The whole um, life gives you lemons thing he does, which is... What you do when life gives you lemons, don't make lemonade. Make life take the lemons back. Get mad. Yell, <laughs> I don't want your damn lemons. <laughs> then demand to see life's manager. Then burn down their house. <laughs> With the lemons. <laughs> I just love that quote so much. J.K. Simmons just delivers it so well as well. And then um, the now yeah. forgotten, that wizard came from the moon. <laughs> 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 yeah. I want a great video game quotes. Yeah, Ben. Any particular favourites? Not really. To be honest, a lot of them have been taken. That or uh, oh. Fada, the wizards in the walls. I don't know if you guys. <laughs> that's a replacement that when they took good over the uh, wall, the moon one. They replaced it with the fact that that wizard's now in the wall. <laughs> it's like okay. Uh, I think there's a few others. There's Andrew Ryan and Bioshocks. We all make choices, but in the end, our choices make us. I quite like that one. Um. G-Man in Half-Life 2, the right man in the wrong place can make all the difference in the world. That's true. Snake's got tons. 
yeah. it's uh, just <laughs> hard to say some of them. Uh, but I don't know. Everything Oslo utters pretty much the same. Uh, if I go back to my grace, my what was the best ones I had before? X Men, welcome uh, to die. I, I don't know if I. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if I can repeat half of the ones from Bullet Storm because they usually involve some pretty big expletives. But mm-hmm. uh, for instance, here comes Butter Dick Jones and his heavenly arsehole machine. Ah, <laughs> uh, why didn't I remember and, this one? Actually, one second. Con- on. Congratulations, you have completed a great game. The original Ghostbusters game on the NES. Congrats, congratulation! It's spelled with it's spelled C O N G L A T U R A T I O N, and proved the justice of our culture. Now go and rest our heroes. Oh dear! <laughs> yeah, there's like a whole scene in Bulletstorm where Grayson gets hold of a big mechanical monster and just starts trampling and destroying everything with it. And the stuff he says when he's doing it, it's like, you should see the look on their faces. Run, run. No one imagines perishing at the hands of a child's toy. And then when it gets destroyed afterwards, saying, I named him Michaelton P. Tally Licker. I never got the chance to tell him he will be remembered. <laughs> <laughs> that game was just full of fun lines. It's, it's, like, it's like a John Carpenter, Kurt Russell film in game form in terms of quotability. Just love it. Yeah, that concludes our quotey quotiness, and maybe we'll be back next week with a different question and different things to say. But until then, goodbye. Toasty. Wait. <laughs> Though I've not gone, I've not actually gone anywhere. I'm still here. So. <laughs> oh yeah, of course. Toasty. Nice one. <laughs> oh, there's another one from Silent Hill too. I forgot to say, but never mind. Yeah, I also forgot. Before. I've said it about three times on this podcast before, but. Definitely cries flock off Featherface is just <laughs> still my favorite. Flock off Featherface. But well, you can stick around and find out the hard way. The hard way. <laughs> oh god. Yeah, Dante's um God. Yeah, it's just crazy. <laughs> um okay, well let's move on to some reviews now, folks. Uh kick things off. Uh I believe you guys did um Life is Strange last week. So the next one is King's Quest, A Night to Remember. This was by Gary. Boo! <laughs> okay, I don't know what that Some kind of weird creature has taken over Gary. <laughs> the King's Quest is Boo! real! Uh, yeah, Gary gave us a 9 out of 10. I have a final word. Gary writes, uh, A fantastic start to a five-part episodic adventure. King's Quest wins you over with his stunning visuals, brilliant script, and fun adventure gameplay. Uh, you liked the great voice work and characters, uh, the fun classic adventure gameplay, and the amazing cell-shaded graphics. Uh, however, you just like the slow character movement and too much backtracking with no fast travel. Well, that's a big no-no in today's market. Um, cool. So, Gary, you like this game a lot, then, by the sound of it, yeah? I love this game. And it's making the wait for the next episode so much harder the more I think about it. Now you know the suffering of episodic gaming. <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> I hate it. Yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, life is strange. Oh God, I don't yeah. know. I don't know it's how I can wait. Immediately yeah. after the end of that episode, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah back totally. to quests before we go on that again. We talked about half an hour last week. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, I didn't listen to it yet. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't realize how much think of it. Listen. Okay, next up we have a re- uh, review by Neil uh, Abyss Odyssey Extended Dream Edition PS4 review. 
Uh, Neil, you gave us a four. Oh wow, four point five out of ten. Final word: an unnecessary port of an already unspectacular game. It may find it orange, but it make it, but it'll make it as tough as possible to like it first. Uh, you liked the art start with that. The art style is decent. Uh, the voice acting is good, and the story is the most unique selling point. However, the bad points of them, there are many, uh, include stiff, clunky, and all-around wrong animation, dull and repetitive, and many genres included, but can't master one. So, a jack-of-all-trades and a master of none, I'm guessing, Neil. Yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, as I said, the story's quite cool in the sense that you are a figment of a wizard's imagination and having to stop wizard from creating all these things in his dreams and destroying the real world. Beyond that, uh, it's just definitely dull to play and annoying it just annoyed me just playing it it just nothing about it was fun it's like i've said in the review i think my <laughs> not to toot my own horn but had a nice uh line in there about the platform jump animation is so retro that clive sinclair still has a full head of hair no title and a pipe dream of an affordable rubber keyed home key uh, computer for the masses scribbled on his homework book it's uh, <laughs> it's that far back, it just uh, it looks wrong. Uh, it, generally, the animation of the game just looks a bit terrible. And yeah, it's just you could forgive all those things. But it was actually quite fun to play in anyway. But no, it's just it, there. There are plenty out there. Go play the original Prince of Persia. Go play Guacamole. Go play Metroid. Something like that. They're all better games, having less chucked into them. It's, so um, basically, it's crap. Uh, it's it's average, you know. As I said five out of ten is an average score for me, and it's just not quite there. I'd say. So, All right, so not quite crap then. No, not quite crap, but not <laughs> not. <laughs> I'm not going to go recommending it to anyone unless I don't. No. Like them. Okay, it's slightly below average by your scale, so that yes. pretty much tells you. Okay, <laughs> uh, next up we have lost a mention review from Dane Smith. Um, Dane's still reviewing those uh, titles uh, from Japan. I see the obscure ones, but none of us touch with a barge bowl. Um, not because we don't like it, it's just usually we never hear of them. Um, he gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Uh, final word, a fun detective-esque RPG that punishes and rewards at the same time for its, orig- its original story and game, through its original story and game mechanics. Sorry about that. <laughs> Lacking RPG fundamentals like side quests and super-powered equipment will turn off some genre enthusiasts, but those who give it a chance will be captivated. Uh, he liked the unique judgment system, the thought-provoking storyline, and inheriting dead characters' abilities. However, he disliked the lack of rare equipment and few side quests. I've heard of this game, but guess surprise, surprise, I haven't played it. Uh, any of you guys play this at all? Out of interest? Uh, I haven't played it, but I've heard a lot about it, and I did find it up at some point. Cool, Ben, Neil, at all? Anyone played it? Nope. Cool. Okay, Ben, are you still there? <laughs> <laughs> what? You fell asleep while I was listening and talking about Abyss, obviously. <laughs> yeah, obviously we're yeah, ben, best, best staring into the Abyss for too long. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Okay, uh, next up we have uh, another one from Gary, Submerged, PS4 review. Um, Gary, you gave us a 6 out of 10. Uh, the final word. Exploration can get very boring when you're just doing the same thing over and over again, but the intriguing game world, soothing soundtrack, and unfolding story in Submerge keeps its head just above water. Nicely said. Um, you like the, uh, I believe, uh, has a believable and well crafted world, uh, beautiful soundtrack, and felt it's accessible as simple to play as it can get, you add. Uh, however, you dislike the fact that uh, not enough gameplay variety, uh, the textures don't look so good up close, 
and that the slow pace will turn off some gamers. So above average, Gary, um, but not great by any stretch of the imagination, right? Yeah, it's it's definitely not for everybody. Um, mm -hmm. There's no like combat in any way in the game, so a lot of people may find that you know not in the game in today's standards very fun. Yeah. Um, but you know, it, it's it's sometimes fun to play a game where you well, that's just relaxing. You can just sit there and take in the scenery, listen to the great music, and that's kind of what Submerged is. Like if you look at the screenshots. The game looks beautiful. Yeah, camera is zoomed out, but then when you zoom in, it the textures look really bad, um, and it's kind of sad that it had to end up that way. But yeah, no, it, it it is a decent game. Um, you're mostly just climbing up buildings to collect supplies to save your little brother who's been hurt. Oh yeah, I remember this. Yeah, I do remember reading about this game. Yeah, um, quite and yeah, it's a brother and sister type game isn't it when you're you're like um going between those two and collecting stuff pretty much isn't it yeah you just pretty much climb buildings to collect supply drops that happened a very long time ago but somehow the supplies yeah. haven't been damaged in any way from <laughs> being up on the roof for years and years and years but yeah it, the, the story is told very well it's told um there there isn't very much voice acting in the game uh -huh. um but it's told through uh like these caveman drawings that uh you f you find around from the people who survived after this apocalypse that destroyed the world pretty much, and like the the game the game story is pretty much t told through these pictures, and you kind of have to follow the pictures, and they do a very good job of kind of explaining enough for you to gather what's happening. Um, but hopefully, everybody will understand, and not everybody is. I'm sorry to say, dumb that they can't figure out. <laughs> into a person's chest looks like. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, cool, but yeah. dude. But yeah, I was more intrigued with what happened to the world. There's like collectibles you find that show you what happened to the world. Uh huh. And I felt that finding those pictures and finding out the story about what happened there was definitely more intriguing than what happened with the brother and sister. Which is kind cool, of cool, man. Cheers for that, dude. Um, moving on. Oh, we have another game from you, Gary. This is Skullgirl's second on-call review uh, for um, PS4. Mm -hmm. You gave us, oh, sweet, a 9 out of 10. Final word. Quite simply, the best 2D fighter on the PS4 with superb cross-buy and cross-play functionality. Um, you liked uh, the great art style followed by great animations, uh, the fun cast of characters, and the fact that it has plenty of updates and added features. However, you just like the uh, fact the final boss is still too difficult. Uh, 14 characters just doesn't seem enough. And the fact it needs some balancing with, extra, with the extra characters added. Um, you uh, loved this game, didn't you, Gary? I love this game, yes. I absolutely I, I Like I said, I think it's the best 2D fighter on the PS4 right now. Yeah. Um, it, it just looks so good that the art is so great. Everything flows so smoothly. It's, it's stunning. And like I went online and played online, and it's probably the most stable online fighting game ever made. Yeah. There's like no lag. There's hardly any lag whatsoever. I never ran into any lag actually. <laughs> <laughs> it all were obviously, like I said in the review, there are some characters that are super cheap. Um, some of the more added on characters, I feel like they were very unbalanced in a way. Like there's yeah. a character called big Bang who fights with musical instruments, like saxophones, trumpets, things like that. And he literally takes up half of the screen. Um, and he's so huge and he has such a long range that it's almost impossible to get near him sometimes because he's just hitting you from so far away. It's very frustrating, but yeah, it's 
a fantastic game. Cross-buy, cross-play. You can play with anybody who has the PS3 and Vita version uh, and the PS4, so you can play between the three against each other. So, okay. Yeah. No, I do like that feature. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Nice one, Gary. So you've been quite busy on the review from there, actually. More I... than Nilso, by the look of it, which is all I <laughs> yeah, thought uh... possible. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had to recover from last month. Of getting yeah, because that was crazy. <laughs> Well, let's wrap things up with one last review, and this is from Ben. Uh, this is uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Legacy of Duelist. Uh, did I pronounce that right? Yu-Gi-Oh! Oh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay, <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh! Okay, cool. Uh, before, uh, you gave us an 8 out of 10 of Duelist on PS4. Um, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh, Legacy of a Duelist is a great TCG offering. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's trade card um, trade card game. I'm guessing a TCG. Yeah, yeah. trading card yeah. game. Yeah, trading oh. card game offering that comes recommended to newcomers and fans of a series alike. As I said, that was an eight out of ten. Uh, you liked the length of the campaign, uh, the wealth of cards included, and solid TCG gameplay that follows the TV series perfectly. Um, however, you dislike the poor visuals, uh, the lack of voice acting, and some frame rate issues. Um, I also like to add that, sorry, there are no screenshots added to this review. One person did mention that. That was my fault. I put this up, but I was in a rush on the Saturday, so well, I apologise. I, I said I'd pester you sometime. Yeah, I chuck the, I chuck, I, yeah, I chuck those in, in the morning or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, by, the, by the time you hear this, it will have pictures. Maybe. Yeah, it should have pictures by the time you hear this, yeah. <laughs> but if you want a description of what it looks like, cards... Enjoy. Cards, yeah, <laughs> pretty much, yeah, cards. You know, it does what it says on the tin. Um, that's quite a nice uh, batch of reviews there, actually. They seem to be bringing, um, churning out quite a lot lately. That's pretty cool, especially for the summer, August in, in particular. Um, okay, well, we should move on now to um, the latter half of the podcast. Um, what we've been playing, this, um, I think I'll take a break from speaking at the moment and pass this on to one of the other guys. So, yeah, just uh, what you've been playing the last week or so, chaps. Uh, let's start with Gary. Oh man. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I've you been can obviously be as concise played, as you can. <laughs> I've played the three games that uh, I reviewed um, that you saw there. Uh, I went back to play some Final Fantasy fourteen, which was pretty fun, uh, like it always. Um, I've been playing uh, the demo of the new DBZ fighting game that's on the BDS, which is made by Arc System Works, the guys who made Guilty Gear and Black Blue, which is a pretty fun game. It's very simple. Uh, I would have to fight Ben on it because it does have a multi. Let's do this whenever you're ready. Stop. Throw down. I did get to play some games at a gaming con. Uh, a lot of indie stuff that's being developed here in Utah. Um, there's a game called Dub Wars, which is super awesome. It's pretty much this game. It's kind of like Super Stardust, um, except the way it works is uh, they have a lot of um, underground uh, dubstep artists and techno artists that did the music for the game. And the way it works is all your weapons change depending on the beat of the song that's playing. Um, and it adds some really cool effects that that's just incredibly fun to play. Uh, it's it's out on Steam right now. They're hoping to get a console release sometime next year. Uh, if you guys want to check it out, go ahead. It's, it's a pretty fun game. Um, got to play that. I got to play uh, some Guitar Hero, the new Guitar Hero on the PS4 as well. Um, they had it over there at the, at the PlayStation booth over there. Uh, that was fun. The new guitar is very uh, different compared to the old, you know, the plastic cheap one. It, it actually feels like more of a real guitar now. Um, 
that was pretty fun. I'm not a big fan of the live footage they have in the background now, as opposed to the 3D animated characters they had before. Um, what else? I got to play uh, some demos that I can't talk about, unfortunately. They told me I can't talk about this, some of the stuff that I played over there as well. Um, oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of a shame, because there's some pretty fun games there that I played. Um, I got to stop by Microsoft's booth over there as well. Um, they didn't want me to play anything unless I pre-ordered the game first. So I was like, screw you, I don't want to play anything. What <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like a $5 pre-order. I have to like literally buy the game before I can play for like 15 minutes whatever game they had over there. Um, but I watched other people play because it wasn't that hard. Um, they had like Madden 16. They had, uh, they had the Pro Evolution Soccer demo over there that's coming out, I think, next week. Or at the end of yeah. the oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They had that. That game looks awesome, by the way, Neil. I know you're a big Pez fan. Uh, that demo yeah. was pretty was pretty ridiculous. Looking some great. Yeah, I'm hearing stuff. some wonderful things about it this year. So yeah, it, it definitely looks a lot better than FIFA from that demo, from what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they had uh the Master Chief Collection, all that stuff. Um, apparently, I found out over there that Halo Five is going to be rated T for Teen. It's not going to be rated M. Um, which is pretty interesting to find out. I think that they pretty much confirmed that on uh, the ESRB website today as well. Um, let's see. Obviously, I got to talk to uh, the creator of Metal Gear Solid, the composer of Metal Gear Solid. She told me a lot of stuff behind the scenes there that I'm not allowed to talk about, unfortunately. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, it sucks. But uh, some of the stuff she did say, she's planning on working with... Uh, the, the composer of Final Fantasy to, to work on something new there, the two of them, which will be amazing if they get to do it. Cool. Um, yeah, I should be publishing, I should be writing up uh, an, an interview with her for the website here soon as well, so stay tuned. To oh, it. nice. Some pretty good stuff there. Um, and uh, I, I made a very regrettable choice and I bought Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I right. did warn you, Gary! I did! <laughs> Kind of generically warn you. I should have known this myself after I played the game for so long on the PC, but my god. That is probably the most boring game I've ever played. <laughs> wow, really? It's that bad, is it? Uh, it, it let's just say if I would have reviewed it, it would have been very easily in the fours or the four or the threes on the review scale. <laughs> um, you wouldn't imagine that from an Elder Scrolls game, though, would you? So that's a shame, actually. Like, they try to keep the Elder Scrolls vibe alive. Like, oh, I'm doing this quest, and I have to make this big decision at the end of the quest, you know? But mm -hmm. no matter what decision you make, it has it doesn't do anything. Like, it doesn't have any impact depending on the choice you make. Like, one of the choices I had to make was, I like, save this crystal to, save, to help these people win this war, or do I destroy this crystal because it summons the, some dead army or something? And I went with the choice to destroy the crystal, and these guys were like, we're, we never want to see you again. We're never going to help you. And then the next quest line, they help me. They have to help me because it's part of the story. And it's like, <laughs> what was the point of me making this decision if it has no effect, you know? But yeah, like the combat is, is very dull. It, I don't know. There's just so much. It looks, <laughs> I'm sorry to say this, it looks like EverQuest 1 did when it first came out. Ouch. <laughs> uh, maybe a little bit better. But yeah, it's I'm very, very regrettable choice in buying that game. Um it looks nothing like the screenshots make it look. The screenshots make it look like a top-tier game, and it's not even close to that. Um, 
But yeah, I think that's that's all I've been playing. Oh, well, that sucks about um, the waste of money there, pretty much, Gary. Yeah. Uh, I guess you could trade it in. Huge waste of money. Yeah. yeah. Um. Cool. Uh. Okay. Uh. Ben, how about you, do? Well, I've been playing much this week because I've been just resting. Uh, yeah, but I yeah. played some more Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, I love that game. It's addictive. I've put in about 24 hours into the game. 24, 25 hours. And I'm only about uh-huh. 10, uh, 15% through the campaign. Uh, oh, wow. So, yeah, it's ridiculously long. Apart from that, I've been playing Fantasy fourteen this week, as always. Um... See, I, I, I've been very weird. I, I like to do the old content now that you can unsync it. Uh, Gary will know this fight. You know the main story where you had to fight through the base and then you fought awesome a weapon? Yeah. I did that with a mate, just two of us. Nice. And then when we got to ultimate weapon, we, they, I told him to stand back and I fought it on my own. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> That's like the most patient fight ever, man. How did you do it? Uh, so yeah, I beat ultimate weapon on my own. That was that was yeah. so much fun. Twice, because yeah, he does two stages, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was that was so much fun. Um, apart from that, just finishing gear off for that. Now one eighty seven and one eighty nine mm-hmm. paladin. So I'm, I'm I'm pretty high level. That that's what I've been up nice. to. Nice. All right, and pretty much recovering, huh? Well, yeah, I've got to be ready for next week's amazing game. Cool. Goat Simulator. Oh my god. <laughs> Goat is being unleashed. Uh, That's next week. I can't wait. I've got to make sure I get my review copy. I will pester whoever needs to be pestered. You do, man. I know you've been wanting for this, waiting for this to happen. Every time I remember you used to say, oh, if it ever comes out on PS4, I'm so getting that review and that or whatever. So yeah. um, I, I contacted Dane as soon as it got announced. Literally. <laughs> cool. Um, okay, Mr. Bolt, how about you? Oh, well, when I've not been watching Fairy Tale and Bojack Horseman this week, I've played a few games. I've been playing Minecraft as ever, so I won't go on about that because it must be boring to listen to. Uh, yes, played Abyss Odyssey, obviously, for review and uninstalled it as soon as I'd reviewed it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Which I didn't even do that with Godzilla, and I gave Godzilla a lower score. But I just, <laughs> I just, I, I did not want to be playing it so badly. Just, I didn't want it um, cluttering up my screen. Um, but mainly, uh, apart from playing Pez constantly as ever, um, Hell Divers I went back to, which I reviewed earlier this year. Uh, I'm getting my quote used in the promotion. It seems, um, yeah, I went back to play that a bit just before I found that out. And yeah, it's still brutal, still wonderfully tactical and hilarious when you drop your cargo on your teammate's head because you misplaced your throw. It's yeah, it's hard to describe. It is basically Starship Troopers meets, well, by the makers of Magicka, which uh, you've played, Ben, haven't you? Yeah, I reviewed that. Good game. Wizards that like yeah, cheese. Yeah, it's just- yeah, it's the same people doing this Arrowhead, and oh. uh, yeah, it's it's basically Magicka but with Starship Troopers. It's a damn good game. Uh, yeah, that's really it. Uh, apart from about a couple of little sessions of Hat of a Boyfriend, just getting the rest of the stories out of that. I need to stream mm-hmm. that again with you. 
Yeah, we need to stream that. <laughs> yeah. Do the voices. It'd be fun. That was fun. I love that game. Yeah. Yeah, it's one of my it's definitely gonna be one of my cult hits. Oh, and Rocket League. It's things like Rocket League and Pairs I'll forget I play because they're just things I play in the background and for the fun of it rather than anything else. And yeah. Yeah, so is it really for me? Sweet. Um, well, that just leaves me. Uh, nothing really much exciting this week. Um, I've been going out a bit more and watching one foot in the grave more than anything else. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, I've been on War Thunder again because uh, I've been having a break from Destiny. Uh, so, yeah, I've been getting back into that playing a few, just a few matches, really. Nothing really like major. So that's cool to get back into uh, flying this the lower tier planes dogfighting and stuff which is cool um i've also i finished i can't remember if i said i finished assassin's creed unity i think i did last time i was on didn't i i think you were Anyone close right? you were close all right, well, yeah. I fin- all right well, i finished that now so that's cool um i enjoyed that uh not the best one but not as work bad as some people have made it out to be i quite enjoyed it um i didn't run into any crazy glitches at least so that's good um well yeah they've had almost from- a year to to fix all those crazy glitches yeah, exactly. Well, I played it straight away at launch and then didn't touch it for six months. So, yeah, that paid off, I guess. Um, I've been going through Mass Effect 3 again a bit, trying to complete my Femship file. Um, I think that's about it, actually, yeah. I meant to go on Final Fantasy VII again on my Vita, but I haven't um, had the time yet. So, yeah, not. I haven't really been like properly gaming, like sitting down for hours on there in a proper session for about a week or so, if not more. So, it's been a while in that department. Um, yeah, but you know, there we go. I like to try and get some fresh air now and then. <laughs> um, that's about it, really. Um, cool. Well, I think that just about um, polishes up the podcast for today, guys. Um, I don't know if any of you guys have got anything else to um, talk about at all. Any, like, I don't know, competitions or anything else like that, Ben? I've, I've got anything? a few. <laughs> yeah, sure. Go for it. It's your time, man. Okay. Well, I've got that Black Ops t shirt to give away still. Uh, I've had one give one up reply so far so i'm gonna extend it for this week uh so if you want a chance to win a special edition call of duty black ops t-shirt uh that was only given to game staff to wear for the promoting the game i have a spare one to give away Uh Uh, i'm also going to be announcing a new competition soon because i have reached 600 friends Uh. once i've accepted them of course i've added i've got another 10 friend requests today (laughs) um (laughs) <laughs> There's a queue to become Ben's friend. <laughs> Take a ticket. <laughs> Once you got past that queue, you can then join the queue to invade my mother base. So it's, it's all worth it. <laughs> uh, please wait. Anyway, um, so there'll be a giveaway for that. I'll announce that soon, depending on the money. I'm announcing another giveaway right now. Um, I will be giving away two copies of Final Fantasy XIV on either PS4, PS3 or PC. Um, mm-hmm. The only thing is you will have to use my referral code if you win the prize. Because if we all were together, I could get myself a badass dragon mount. For <laughs> <laughs> other people to get a mount. <laughs> so, if you want a copy of this, um, just email me and the first two people to email me will win a copy on their platform of their own choice uh, remember this will only be the original base game, the expansion pack will not be included you'll have to buy that separately uh, but as Gary can admit 
you'll have enough content with the single the, the original game to keep you busy to test out before you want the expansion anyway. Oh yeah. Uh, is this specifically for UK customers? No, I'll do it for any any country. Any country oh. in the world. Just say and I'll get your copy. Wow. As I said, if we all work together, we can get me a badass dragon mount. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, wicked. And you'll get a free copy of the game, so and you'll get the experience boost. Uh, you'll get the I level one twenty gear because they get poetics gear, uh, poetics gear. As a as a thank you, Gary, for subscribing like that. Oh well, you can give me a second copy. That's fine, Ben. I want some poetics. Uh, and you get <laughs> you get ninety nine free teleports as well. So. And you get some uh, other stuff as well as you keep subscribing. So yeah, Enjoy. wicked man, ever the Mister Generous. Sure, generous for myself. And <laughs> <laughs> no. you still have to buy everybody in the world the copy of Ghost Simulator on PS4. Yeah, yeah. Remember, <laughs> by the way, I'll be buying you guys that next week as well. If you just email me, and I'll if you want a copy of Ghost Simulator, email me, and I will be given. I'll try and give away as many copies as I can afford. Oh. <laughs> I'm not joking. I will do it. So email me by the time it should be out this week, I think, in North America, and I'm not sure about Europe. Yeah, so, it should be the same day. So email yeah. me, and I will buy your copies. Bad Ben, very bad Ben. It will be the greatest selling game in the world. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, cool, dude. Uh, <laughs> you're definitely gonna have to um, give us a chat about Goat Simulator when you played it. Yeah, it has, even has a PS4, PS4 exclusive days. mode. Yeah, it, so I've heard. It has GOAT VR mode. Where you, you know, uh, VR. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Cool, well, thanks for that, dude. Um, well, before we wrap up, uh, let's give out some contact details. If you guys want to talk to me at all, uh, and I recommend it. I'm quite a nice chap. Um, you can contact me at, uh, on PSN, Mrs. You can contact me at Billy underscore Cohen 84. That's capital B, capital C. Uh, Billy underscore Cohen 84. Uh, you can email me at mike.harridance at psu.com or if you want to send an email to the whole group as a whole, the podcast team, it's podcast at psu.com. On the other hand, if you want to contact Ben, you can contact him at... If you want to stalk me or enter the competitions, you can enter me at ben.shillabearhall at psu.com, chili underscore you on Twitter, chili on PSN. Of course, I have 600 friends now, so obviously everyone is on my friends list as it is anyway, but if you haven't got on there, remember Chili. Yeah, if you want to feed his ego even more, add him. <laughs> Please feed my ego. <laughs> Soon he'll um, be as fat want... as I am. <laughs> nah. Uh, if you want to talk to Gaza, you can contact him at... Take it away, Gary. <laughs> Gaza. <laughs> Gaza. <laughs> All right, Gaza. Oh, that's awesome. Um, and... At Gagla Osh on Twitter, that's G-A-G-L-A-U-S-H. Uh, you can email me at my PSU email, Gary, that's G-A-R-R-I, at PSU.com, or just send me a request on PSN uh, at Gagla Osh, same thing. So. Gagla Osh, that's such a cool name. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Neil, how can people stalk slash contact you? Uh, just before I get into that, I'll just uh, give a quick shout out to a guy who added all of us, I'm sure, in the last week, uh, Tommy G for 2013. Yeah, um, he's on my PSN list already, I think. I didn't have to add him. So he's oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, added me, he, added me this, 
yeah, had a bit of a conversation with him this week. So he's uh, just talking about how much he likes the show. So, yeah, give you a good shout out. I can't find your personal podcast. So next time I'm on, I will remember to pimp that, I think. Because it's only fair, I feel. Yeah. Okay. So as for me, uh, if, you, if you want to shower me with praise and tell me how handsome I am and how amazing I am at everything, uh, you'd be a liar, but you can still do it. So you can go on Twitter at Nezco, that's N-E-Z-Z-K-O. Uh, it's neil.bolt at psu.com for email. And on the old PSN, it's Son of Venom, all of a case, all one word. Wicked. Cheers oh, for that, Neil. Oh, Thanks, oh, guys. Are we including our shout-outs in this bit? Yeah, yeah, go for okay, it. Sorry, quick, any shout-outs, go for it. Yeah, a yeah. quick shout-out to Thomas Gargan um, for the Next Gentleman Game Chat podcast. Um, go listen to it sometime, guys. Uh, shout-out to my friends on Ultros. Uh, yay! I think that was the one I was trying to think of, actually, that podcast. So you yeah. might have just told me. There you go. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Two birds, one stone, all right. Yeah. Uh, and I want to shout-out to my wife. I know you're listening, so hello. <laughs> Your wifey. <laughs> uh, how's the marriage, Ben? Pretty good. Yes, it's good. Sweet. Cool. Um, well, I guess I'll, uh, yeah, I'll do some shout-outs. Uh, first of all, shout-out to everyone who's added me on PS in past, uh, um, recently and in the past. Uh, shout-out to um, Don Oliveira, our ex-PSU um, staff member, who will be joining us again, hopefully very soon, for a guest stint on P- uh, PlayStation Unchained. Uh, same to Ros Wetzlou, uh, my mate Richard Archer, PlayStation Trophies, awesome bloke. Steve Bunn, who I'm proud to say, but I've met now. Thank, uh, absolutely awesome guy, top-quality bloke. And also to the arsehole who shot me down today in War Thunder in my lovely new Spitfire in a head-on. You're a git. I hope I never see you again. Thank you! And... I didn't know we were doing vendettas. I've got a rocket league list. <laughs> I threw that in there just off the top of my head because it came into me. For some Curse reason. you, Laha Breha! <laughs> oh, dear. Um, I got my revenge right. I shot down a lot of people after that. So I, was ha- I ended on a happy note. I always have to end on a winning note. I can't leave angry and losing. I always have to win. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> this, is why, this is why Mike can't turn up to some podcasts. He's yeah, still exactly. Revenge. I'm still raging and more fun. <laughs> okay, well, guys, that's been episode 86. Thanks very much for joining me. Gary, it was really good to talk to you again, dude. Um, I hope to enjoy more podcasts with uh, four members from now on. That was great. Um, we will be back again around the same time next week. As I said, I uh, look forward to some more some some more guest stints. I'm really eager to have Don on again soon. It will be a podcast that I'm hosting, so that might not be next week because we always usually rotate. So it might be the week after. But um, yeah, look out for Don and Rob again at some point. And uh, thank you for joining me, guys. It's been awesome. Um, we will see you again next week. That's been episode 86. I'm your co-host Mike Harrodens. Thanks for joining me, guys. All that stuff to say is it's good night from me. It's good night from him. Later, chaps. Peace. Believe in Gary. Thank God for me.